Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Specifically, welcome to episode 206. 206. Today is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. Welcome, welcome. Hello, everybody. What a day. What a day. What a time. What a time we live in. The Chicago Tank is in the gold medal position very nice finish tank very well done well happy tuesday everybody today is uh tuesday is always a nondescript day isn't it not much going on tuesday it's interesting though it's interesting something happened to me today that's kind of a i'll say it's a first in a way and i tweeted about it so if if anyone wants to, you know, see follow along as we play along, my Twitter is uh, what the hell is my Twitter? I think it's at Chicago Tony. I think that's what the Twitter is. I tweeted it this morning. I've been very, I've been way off the reservation on the Twitter thing too. Not a lot going on. By the way, very nice bronze medal finish, salty, very well done. We have, we have Chicago Tank in the gold medal position. We have Amber Glow. In the silver medal position, Amber likes my shirt. Thank you, Amber. I like my shirt, too. Little flannel. Tis the season. I'm going to go chop wood after this, so I thought, well, uh, let's dress for it. I'm just lying, by the way. I, I, I don't have the energy to chop wood. Salty's in the bronze medal. Very nice. Anyway, I have a first. I tweeted about it. So today is the day I learned of this show. Let me look it up just to make sure I don't mess it up. I learned of this show called, uh, what's it called now? Thousand Pound Sisters. Thousand Pound Sisters on TLC. I made the mistake this morning. I never should have done this. I made the mistake of getting on Twitter and saying, uh, what's trending? What's trending? Now, I don't have a very good personality type to play nice with that sort of functionality because the way my mind thinks is I'm too inclined to get depressed on what the herd is doing. It's going to it's gonna crush my spirit. And this morning was one of those mornings. When I found out that uh, much of the Twitterverse is, is focusing on this show, Thousand Pound Sisters... I just thought, oh, here we go, and I had to look into it. Now, what's interesting is I actually, there's so few things on the internet that I have some sort of, you know, historical understanding of, but uh, but this poor dying girl, Tammy, on the Thousand Pound Sister show on TLC, she is one of these people that I actually have some historical knowledge of. Why is that? Well, you know, back in the day, this would this would have been several years ago. I was banging around on uh, YouTube a little bit. I've never been much of an internet person, and never much of a technology person. But I think I, I was on YouTube a little bit, and Tammy had a channel. I'm sure she still does. And who knows? This is probably how she landed this sweet gig of hers where we all get to watch her die slowly on television. It's very voyeuristic. How much does Tammy weigh? Uh, well, I think I saw somewhere she's over 600 pounds. It's very sad. I feel horrible for this girl. But I remember, I remember her YouTube channel from years ago. As I said, I'm sure it's still going. Uh, Georgie says, that show is so effing sad. I've never seen the show, but knowing her YouTube channel, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. So, Tammy is well over 600 pounds. She has a sister who then would be, I don't know, three, 400 pounds, something like that. So, together, they tip the scales at over 1,000 pounds or right at 1,000 pounds. I don't know. Dear Antler says, cable TV is unwatchable. I'm with you. I'm with you, and this is the this is the sort of thing. This is the sort of reason. Now, 
I can remember going through Tammy's YouTube channel, and I'm ashamed to say I watched several of her videos. Uh, I feel horrible for this person, and it's it's interesting. I remember at the time I discovered uh, what's this what's this crazy genre of video mukbang something like that, where people obese people just they just say ah just fuck it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get 19 whoppers, and uh, I'm gonna get 100 piece chicken McNuggets, and I'm gonna eat it on camera. I'm gonna wash it down with a gigantic chocolate milkshake. Uh, so now, t- what I remember about Tammy's channel? See, some muckbangers, right? They're flippant about it. Right there, it's almost like in your face. It's almost like they figured out that they can get you much more engaged by just putting it in your face. Here, watch me. I'm gonna kill myself on camera. There's nothing you can do about it. You cannot take the fork out of my hand. You know. Uh, Tilucco says, "Ahoy, Chicago t- town man from Salk Village, now in Brisbane." Something, something, something. Oh, is there a term called feeders, or is there a show called feeders? That would—that sounds about right. But what I remember of Tammy is that she is not one of these in-your-face uh, muckbangers. I—I I had the idea that she was somewhat embarrassed, certainly confused about her situation, certainly confused. Uh, let's see. Anyway, I also remember that she used to have viewers that would send her shit, like Oreos and stuff. (laughs) This was a thing. This was a thing. Um, Georgie says, I saw that Tammy was trying to get help, but she couldn't find a facility that could accommodate her. Yeah, that's really sad. Is this was this during the show, Georgie? During the TLC show? It's hard to know. She's had a rough go of it for a very long time. But again, she had viewers and listeners that would send her. They were perpetuating this thing. And I got to, you know, they would send her Oreos and stuff. And, and sadly, I mean, she would get excited on camera. Like, this was like... She felt like she had hit the lottery. Tank says, I saw a clip of that show and I immediately got a salad. (laughs) Don't you wonder? There have to be some people, a lot of people, I'm sure, that watch that show and they go the other way. They're like, oh man, is that double stuff Tammy has? Is that Oreo double stuff? Oh, they have a strawberry shortcake flavor now? That's it. I'm fucked. I'm going to the store right now. I'm going to get some Haggadahs to dip it in. You know, some people go the other way. Some people watch it and have a salad. There's something, and I I can remember on Tammy's YouTube, you would go through the comments area, and you could see the same thing over and over. And I think baked in, the, the TLC people, the producers of this show, they must have sifted through the comments section on Tammy's videos and said, we've got gold. We can't miss. We can't miss. Because... This is so contentious. People are people are so invested. There are some people that are watching this saying, Tammy, get a grip. It's not that complicated. Jesus Christ, put down, clear out your cupboards and start over. It's not that so they were they would be so frustrated and they'd keep watching and keep watching and keep watching. And in the comments section, they would make comments like that. Jesus, it's not rocket science. But then you get the other people that are like, it's a disease. You know, she's, uh, addiction is a real thing. So everyone was invested, no matter what side you were on in this thing. Per pan, you have a good day too. I don't know if you had a comment in there that didn't show up or what. I, I don't know. All I see is a comment from you that says, did my comment post? So maybe it didn't. Um... 
It was a follow-up note after the last episode of the season, Georgie, that Tammy was trying to find a facility. This is it's sad because I, re, I again I remember on her YouTube several times she would talk about I I I want to get help. I want to I want to beat this thing. And uh Yeah, see Tank Tank is on to I think the inner conflict, right? Anyone that watches this show surely has to feel some level of guilt. Because yes, this, these people are killing themselves on television for ratings. I do wonder how the TLC people feel. Robo Kitty's in the house. Good morning, dear. Robo says, checking in, guys, on my way to work, and I'm stranded on the side of the road with a flat. Oh, man. Be careful, Robo Kitty. Be careful. Tilucko says, remember when TLC used to show airplane shows, science stuff? I don't know, the that learning bit. Yeah, it seems like uh, most... Hell, I remember when uh, the History Channel used to show history, <laughs> right? It's been a long time since I've had cable. I remember when music television used to play music. I go way back. But Tank is right. These people are killing themselves on on camera for ratings they must be conflicted so it wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall in some of those internal meetings there have to be some people that are like i draw the line we can't do this let's let's get this girl airlifted into a facility you know let's stop filming this shit let's actually try to save her life uh, Georgie says, Tony, can you change a flat tire? Yes, I can. Unfortunately, uh, changing a flat tire in New York City is going to take longer than changing a flat tire here in the Cincinnati area. Uh, it's going to take me a long, long time. Uh, Tank's music homework is Warrant, Uncle Tom's Cabin. I'm not familiar with that one, Tank. I, I can't wait to look that one up. Anyway, bottom line on this 1,000-pound sister show, here's what it is. Here, here's, here's what I've arrived at. I think it's safe to say that, uh, uh, how would I put it, the freak show has never left. Freak shows have not left. They're still with us. It is just a different format now. You don't go to the county fair and pay a nickel to go to go uh, watch the bearded lady, etc. Now you can do it right from your living room. And uh, watch someone kill themselves slowly, hopefully over several seasons so that uh, it's something you can syndicate over and over and show reruns of. And uh, you get to watch things like that. I, I think they used to have, you know, very obese people at the freak show back in the day. And it turns out, apparently, people are still up for that this very day. <laughs> Ascendant has an awesome uh, question, comment. Is that why I'm here right now? Yeah, watching fat people stare into the yes. I'm a freak show as well. I don't think I'm quite, uh, uh, quite as obese as Tammy. Let's hope I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not as close to death as she probably is. I feel horrible for that girl. Tank says, my goal when the Reaper comes is that everyone says he was so young. I don't, I don't want to be an old ornery bastard. I'm satisfied as an, uh, I'm satisfied as an ornery bastard. Ascendant, I know that was a funny comment. No problem. I make fun of my own weight all the time. Anyway, it's a freak show, but do I dare? I don't know that I really want to watch this show. Do I even need to watch the show? I already know what it's going to be, right? She's probably, she's certainly still eating Oreos or something like that. And uh, she's still conflicted and I'm sure there's people, uh, they probably have dietitians that are trying to help her out. And then they fail and they get so frustrated and she's probably hiding, uh, she's hiding Twinkies, you know, in the, 
inner shoe closet. I don't even know what a shoe closet is. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Whatever, I feel horrible. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rush out to get TLC anytime soon. Yeah, Tank, I don't want to be old either. It's for the birds, man. Uh, the only thing the only thing good about it is uh, I have been thinking a lot lately. It's like when you can see the clubhouse when you're well into the back nine and it's like, oh, there's the clubhouse. There is partially, um, there's a silver lining in, and that is that there's certain bullshit that you won't have to deal with anymore, right? Yazgata V8088 says hello, hello back. Tank says, when you're too large for standard workout equipment, it's time to stop eating shitty. Yeah. Probably. It's the age-old thing. The The thing I don't understand about the truly obese people is, uh, well, okay, so first, let me pre uh, preface. I'm truly obese. Truly morbidly obese. Okay, I'm probably truly morbidly obese. What I'm talking about is the people that need to be cut out of their homes. You know the, the people I'm talking about? Uh, what I don't get is when there's when you have someone who can't get out of the house. Well, how can you maintain that sort of weight when you cannot leave your house, when you can't leave the room you're in? That means you have an enabler, right? I remember, uh, I can't remember if this was on a show or something, but um, I saw one of these horrible people. I, I, I don't mean they're a bad, I, I mean they're in a horrible situation, right? One of these poor people that this guy was couldn't get out of his bedroom. Couldn't get out of his bed. He couldn't fit through the door. This dude is a prisoner in his own house. And in one scene, he's sitting there eating like a 12 egg omelet with sausage. And it's like, uh, dude, <laughs> how did that food get in that room? The way this is supposed to work, the way nature designed it to work, is if you get so big, you can't leave the room. Well, that means you can't pick up groceries and you just naturally fast. And hopefully you don't freaking pass away in the, in the meantime. And nature takes its course, and then one day you can finally fit through the door again. And and hopefully you've had enough time to think to yourself, gee, I'd better not go down to the donut shop. Maybe I should go to the health food store instead. So there's always an enabler, right? And I wonder about those people. It's like clearly the, uh, again, getting back to Tammy, and I don't want, I don't mean to shit on her, right? I feel horrible for her, but she's, uh, one thing I've noticed about her is I, she is not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Okay. So I don't think she probably has the ability to think her way out of uh, and reason her way out of the situation she's in. So the question becomes, what do you do about the people around her? The people that are getting, that are getting these calories to Tammy. That's what I want Want to know. Tank says Grubhub doesn't deliver to bedrooms. <laughs> Georgie says I'm my own enabler. Yeah, me too, Georgie. Holy cow. Every once in a while, the thought crosses my mind. Oh, what a feast I could put together for myself. You know, it's bad news. It's bad news. I must admit, though, Georgie, the, the photograph you posted to our uh, Discord. Uh-oh, uh -oh, hold on. What does Lady Letter Carrier say in Discord? Let's see. She says, well, Tony must have blocked me because I could chat on some dude playing guitar on Reddit. You know what? That was probably a different, that was a different subreddit, dear. This means Lady Letter Carrier has been blocked from the what are we in distance socializing? What the fuck is going on with Reddit? What are we doing here, people? 
Lady Letter Carrier is a tremendous human being. She's lovely. She wouldn't hurt a flea. Why is she being blocked from things? Anyway, the Georgie, the video you posted of you and Danny Boy to the Discord, one of the things I noticed is uh, uh, you had said you had said that uh, you had dropped some lbs as as a silver lining in the uh with your with your recent uh, stay in the hospital and uh i think you're looking tremendous what can i say jeff the vet author's in the house good morning jeffrey let's see plumber says they don't want the same people always in the same streams that's bullshit why not what do they care that's right plumber's been blocked Lady letter carrier's been blocked. Fucking A. Whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, Amber says, how the heck did Lady get the boot? Lady? I don't know. Everyone, this is a good time. You can see up at the screen. Now, you Spotify listeners, I'm going to have to describe it with my words. Our Twitch address is twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. Everyone should follow that just because one of these days Reddit is going to be such a pain in the dick that we're just never going to come back. One of these days. Let's see. Yazga Vita 8088 says, getting a good healthy food source is really hard, especially for students. Yeah. You got that right. You got that right. Yeah, there's... um. I, I know I gained a lot of weight in college. Holy heck. What do they say? The freshman 15? What I wouldn't have given just to just to gain 15 pounds in college? Good Lord. So much more than 15 pounds. Yeah, maybe even freshman 40. Maybe that's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, someone reported Lady Letter Carrier for something, says Plumber. I'm doing multiple. <laughs> I'm getting comments from Discord and from Reddit. This is hilarious. That's technology for you. Yeah, reported her for what? This is ridiculous. That's the other thing. They don't tell you what you did. They don't tell you what you did. All they say is, sorry, you broke the rules. Sorry. Um, and oh, yeah, Amber. One of these days, see, we shouldn't even talk about it because people sitting around in the stream are going to get ideas. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can report these people on trumped up charges. Anyway, what else did I post to Twitter? There was something else. Oh, yeah, there, there was another. This is another trending article. Let me just read this for you. And it's, I don't know. So, first of all, the picture is just a bunch of what I would say kids. These are young adults, maybe. Let's say between the ages of 18 and, I don't know, 25. It's a row of them, and they're just standing there looking at their phones. All right? They're not interacting with each other in the least. Title says, meet the typical Gen Zer who is quitting their job has over $17,000 in student debt and is influencing nearly everything you buy. Right away, I say bullshit. You know, this, this, I smell a rat already. On what planet would someone decide, okay, we're going to take these young people out of work people these young, indebted, out-of-work people who are addicted to their phones, we're going to make them influential. It doesn't even make sense. It goes on to say, the Gen Z, the oldest of whom turned 24 this year, is the new it generation. They're setting trends in fashion and in the workplace. How are they setting trends in the workplace if they're quitting their jobs? Is that the trend? Don't work? Influencing consumer and worker behavior. 
who the who in their right mind would be influenced by one of these dumb fucks? Who? I'll show you I'm going to quit my job. It's weird. They're also saving more than they're spending and are set to dominate the economy in 20 years. Does this sound like uh, a recipe for domination? I'm going to show you. I'm going to stare at my phone all day and I'm going to quit my job. You know? Oh my gosh, Experience Hendrix is in the house. Hendrix, where you been, buddy? Thank you for the comment on my hat. I appreciate it. Hendrix, you ought to hop on our uh, Twitch account. Sometimes we're do, we do the show on Twitch now. It's way better. It's more fun. All right? So if you want to catch all our shows, I think what we're going to do is we're going to start, we're going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on Reddit like we're doing now. And then probably Thursday, Friday, we'll record the show on Twitch. The, the address is up there. Hook up, show up. Anyway, Hendrix, how you been? Oh, sick. Facadian says the hat is great. I have a similar one. Oh, you do? Where do you get your hats? What brand is it? Mine is Dobbs of New York. Ascendant 11 says that's the most bullshit thing I've ever heard. I, I assume you're talking about this article I was reading, right? I agree. This is who... Who is making this up? Gen Zers are so influential and they're going to run the economy. And these people are, they're, they're big, their great idea is I'm going to quit my job. How are they saving more than they're spending if they're not even working? How does that work? Will someone please explain that to me? I think this Gen Z stuff is bullshit. I smell a rat. Something weird is going on. Anyway. Let me get to uh, let me get to the mailbag. We always do this on the Chicago Tony V show. Uh, anyone can send me a letter. The email address is Chicago Tony V at gmail.com. And uh, I'll read the letter on the show, which I'm about to do, which I'm about to do. If you want to see every last show, I don't only do it on Reddit. Follow me on Twitch up there. Twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. All right, let's get into the mailbag. Is everyone ready? Feel free to share your comments in the comment section here and help me answer some mail. Okay, first letter. Dear Tony, as is so common today, my kid has a peanut allergy. It's seriously no joke. He was at the movies the other day sharing popcorn with one of his buddies. Well, the buddy has the practice of putting peanut M&Ms in his popcorn. Oh, Jesus. Long story short, thank God I trained my kid to have his EpiPen with him and his friend's mom knew what to do. Don't you think we're at a point with this peanut allergy thing where the M&M Mars company should consider ending this version of M&Ms? This is from Kyle from Rockford, Illinois. Sir, are you trying to get me to say something bad about peanut M&Ms? I simply won't do it. This seems to me to be overkill, so let me get this straight. Your kid has a peanut allergy, which I'm sorry to hear. That sounds really rough. Um, that sounds rough. But uh, uh, So you expect M&M Mars to stop making peanut M&Ms so that your kid can live? I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's going to work. That sounds like an uphill battle. And by the way, you already have proven that whatever you've done is the right way to go. You've trained the kid to always have your EpiPen with with them. It sounds like you, the kids or his friend's parents know what's up. I hate this peanut allergy thing. I think it's what I hate about it is no one seems to be interested in answering the question. Why the fuck did we all wake up one day? And a bunch of kids are allergic to peanuts now. You know? Scott7894 uh, says, right on, Kyle. You know? We've got uh, quite the... Oh, Experience Hendrix knows Rockford, Illinois. 
I, that's sort of, that's out west. That's west of the city. I sort of know Rockford a little bit. Tank says, if you see your friend put peanut M&Ms in the popcorn, why in the hell would you eat the popcorn? My feeling is maybe the maybe the kid didn't notice. It's a dark movie theater, right? If that's what the friend normally does, normally puts peanut M&Ms in the popcorn. I could see how that could happen without, you know, and also you have something going on the screen. You know, people are still talking uh, about this uh, Gen Z stuff in here, too. Welcome to everyone uh, who's joined us late. Uh, Georgie, no, we haven't done the secret word drawing yet. We'll do it. uh, Let's do that Friday. We'll do it Friday. Good reminder. I'm pulling for you, dear. I'm pulling for you. Okay, let's do the next letter. Let's see. Dear Tony. Are there any side business ideas kicking around in your head? Is thinking up new business ideas something you regularly do? Is there a business idea you are willing to give away because you don't have the time to do it yourself? Uh, Thank you for your great podcast. This is from Tom L. from Carbondale, Illinois. That's two Illinois letters in a row. I guess because Chicago is right in my name, maybe I attract more Illinois people. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, uh, Tommy, you know, I used to, so I, I have been kind of a serial entrepreneur over the years. I used to kind of think that way a lot more than I do now. I think probably because it's, I'm getting old, you know, I'm way past my prime. I can see the clubhouse. I don't have many years left. So I don't do so much of that. Back in the day, I used to do that a lot. Um, I mean, but now that you say it, I mean, I have, I still, that's the way my brain is wired. So I still, I feel like, I think I did a newsletter a while back on, I always wanted an ice cream business because I, I wanted to be a, a legit drug dealer. Um, I think it, in the context of this show, I think it would be fun to like sell t-shirts or something like that. But do I, am I really going to go through the, uh, the pain and expense of making that happen? Probably not. Tank says, side business, selling EpiPens at movie theaters. There you go, Tank. <laughs> There's an idea. So, uh, yeah, no. But, uh, Tom, it sound, you're, you're asking a lot of questions about business, so it kind of seems like you maybe want to be a business owner, which is great. That's awesome. I'll just give you a simple formula. Very, very simple. Just look around and figure out how you can add value to other people's lives. It's kind of as simple as that. Because the way it works is if you can add value to people's lives, they'll give you money for it. That's the way it is. It's not rocket science. Sofa's banned too. I just saw Sofa comment on our... uh, on our uh, Discord. Look at all the technology we have. Scott7894 says, you have more than you realize. I have more what, Scotty? I don't know. I can't remember what I just said 20 seconds ago. So uh, I'm not following your comment. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, have you heard of this metaverse deal what is your take on it this is from benny w uh yeah yeah metaverse yeah of course this is you can't not hear about it right this is somehow the um oh georgie says tony you add value to my life and i don't pay you I'm going to have to do something about that because that's bullshit. (laughs) It doesn't sound fair to me, Georgie. I'm kidding. You add value to my life, too. I guarantee that uh, in some way you've kept me, in some small way, you've kept me from offing myself. Okay. Um, Metaverse. Yeah, I've heard of this metaverse thing, of course. You can't not hear about it because 
right? The lords of uh, of marketing. You know, there's this like 3D promotion now. Have you noticed how if there are certain, um, if you do not want to be exposed to certain ideas, you're going to almost have to go Amish. If you own screens, there are certain ideas that they're going to put in your head, like it or not. Things like, hey, you should watch WandaVision. You know, shit like that. All the cool kids are doing it. And so the, the metaverse is just the latest thing. Um, whether uh, whether uh, PPQM2 says, should I turn my corporate training budget into Bitcoin and replace once the value has risen? I'd go for it. Sounds like a sure thing to me. Anyway, this metaverse thing, yeah, this is this is the latest thing that the mighty Wurlitzer of uh, of what would I even call it? Technocratic propaganda has, is uh, stuffing down our throats. So yes, of course, I've read of the metaverse. It seems to me like basically what they're doing is creating a real life. Uh, what's that movie? Next Player One or something Player One? where everyone lives in absolute squalor, but then they put uh, those goggles on their heads and they live a halfway decent life. To me, to me, this is dystopian as hell, but that's because I'm old school, right? And uh, I'm already kind of anti-technology, but I I, I was reading the last article I read on Metaverse of course, yes, it made me want to off myself, but also the people are <laughs> in this Ready Player One. Thank you, Georgie. That's what it's called. So in this in this thing, this metaverse thing, you're gonna you're gonna have to keep up with the Joneses, just like in real life. That's bullshit. That is total bullshit. Hendrix uh, says, Tony, are you in the CIA? I'm never going to cop to that, Hendrix. Never. You'll never hear me say that with, without saying allegedly for entertainment purposes only before that. But you're going to have, in this metaverse deal, you're going to have to um, pay for clothing. It's fucking digital. I Can you imagine a more ridiculous idea? I, I am not I am not uh, a fan of this metaverse idea. It just seems dystopian as hell. You know, our dear Robo Kitty, who I hope she's okay. She's getting a tire changed or something right now. Um, there's Mammy Mama. Good morning, Mammy. Good to see you, dear. You know, I remember Robo Kitty once. She's a medic in New York City, and so she. Wherever they get a call, her, she and her ambulance have to go and they got to deal with what they got to deal with. I think I just got a phone call that I missed. Sorry for whoever that was. Um, anyway, Robo has said in the past, some of these people, you get to their house and they're so far gone, they're living in such squalor. She said... Uh, Bugs are eating them. Like, I'm not kidding. Bugs are eating the people. Now, imagine that's only going to exacerbate the situation if we have, if we have, uh, if we have goggles over people's heads and then we have very uh, tantalizing imagery. They're just going to be more prone to be eaten by bugs. It's going to be Armageddon. Oh, speaking of... Okay, Robo, I'm going to call you. Sorry, I I noticed it late. So hold on. Hold on, Robo Kitty. I think Robo's going to help me with the um, mailbag or she needs help with her tire. Hello? 
Robo Kitty. Hey. What's going on? Nothing. Sorry I missed you, dear. That's all right. Hi, everybody. Yeah. How did the, you you had to change a tire, huh? Is that all, you're through that, I take it? No, uh, I'm waiting for a tow truck. Oh, my God. So, uh, for my motorcycle. What are you doing? I'd call in. Robo, why are you riding a motorcycle in November in New York City, dear? Because I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, so I got a flat on my way to work. And I was like, uh, great, this is wonderful, it's 32 degrees. But uh, the sun's uh, coming up and my feet are cold, but other than that, I got warm clothing on. I got clothing on warm enough for riding. So just standing here, I'm pretty, I'm in pretty good shape. Except my feet are cold, but other than that, I'm fine. That is freaking nuts. So, so what- uh, I figure I'm gonna have a tow to the station and um, I was just watching a video on uh, how to change a tire, and I said, why don't I call in instead and talk to you guys, you lovely pepperoni. Uh, yeah, it sounds like you have your priorities straight. I really appreciate that, Robo Kitty. <laughs> that is fabulous. Oh, my gosh. First of all, I haven't talked to you in forever, so this is lovely. I'm glad you're not dead. I was. It's funny because right before you called um, – I was, I think I was talking about you on the show. Like, I wonder how Robo's dealing with the tire situation. I, had I known that you were on your motorcycle, I think I would have freaked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I junked my car. So uh, uh, yeah, I only have the bike. Yeah, I forgot that you junked your car. Good Lord. I'm, I mean, I'm happy about the money I'm saving. I'm not even upset about it. Like, um, do I want to take a bus? The bus takes 22 minutes door to door to go to work. Mm-hmm. That's with waiting for it, like getting there early and waiting for it. So do I want to spend thousands of dollars on a used car or do I want to spend hundreds of dollars a month for a lease and insurance? Or do I want to take the bus 22 minutes or ride my motorcycle, which I don't even have time to get cold. It's such a short, it's an eight minute ride to work. I was like, I just don't, I just don't want to just put money, just work just to have a car anymore. I'm sick of it. I think it's super smart. I the last yeah. like the last three years that I lived in Chicago, no car. I lived right on the lake. It was so glorious. It was one of the best uh-huh. times of my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah, all. Yeah, I lived by I'm the beach. In. You know, I the car half the time. All the only time I move it is to go to work or to move it for alternate side parking. Right, and so you're constantly so, reminded of you don't really need it. Right. I just don't. I really just don't need it right now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm sick of it. And, you know, when I have to go into, like, downtown Brooklyn or Manhattan, I don't drive. I take the train. That's wacko to drive. There's right. nowhere to park. You know, uh, it's, if I go out drinking, I leave the car at home because I'm not going to drink and drive. So it's just useless, basically. It's just a money pit. Yes. You're you're getting uh, by the way you're getting so much love in the comment section of Reddit it's Aww. it's really astounding yeah that's so sweet I have to keep my phone uh, under my armpit right now because <laughs> it's shut off and from the cold and I'm I'm so pleased with myself because when I changed the battery a few weeks ago I ordered a, a special part that hooks up to the battery uh, to the battery uh, uh, connector and that's for charging the battery, but I, I but I also put a, a a USB charger attached to it. So I was like, oh shit, my phone just drained in like five minutes because of the cold. And I'm like, wait a second. I took the seat off, I pulled out my USB charger and plugged it in. So I'm like so pleased with myself right now. Look at you go. Mhm. It's insane. That's very nicely done. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so day off tomorrow, right? Yeah. That's good. How's work been? Yeah. Any good calls or anything? Um, any good, I feel like there are, and I can't think of what they are right now. Yeah. Any good calls? No, no, nothing, nothing recently. I'll tell, I'll tell you what I would love to talk about, Robo Kitty, is uh, your, the Thanksgiving meal you made at the, uh, at the firehouse. Yeah. 
what was that like? So you were like the oh main cook God. for for Thanksgiving? Yeah. It was it worked out perfect. I got there in the morning. My partner was really sick. Poor girl. She came into work because she doesn't want to seem like, you know, a jerk that calls out on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So she came to work and it was like, you are sick. And she was getting sicker, like, like in just an hour and a half she was there. It was like, okay, now she's got this like compulsive cough instead of just like, you know, like she can't stop coughing. And so basically the captain, she told the captain, she's like, it's because I didn't want to seem like an asshole. And he's like, go home. And everybody just wants you to be better. So I'm, I'm at the station and it's like, oh, damn it. Now I'm going to get sent out. And the captain comes up to me and he's like, I'm going to hide you as long as I can because I see you're cooking. <laughs> and everybody else, it was really busy. So everybody was on jobs. And so I was texting with like the main brains of the operation who brought the turkey in. Uh-huh. And uh, I learned how to make some uh, some really good soul food because I, I, uh, she, she was giving me instructions on how to make um, the collard greens and the butter beans with smoked turkey in it and and so now i got a new skill i can make some i can make collard greens which is a big deal you know collard greens are not easy to uh to process to it and i didn't grow up with that kind of food so yeah how to make it same here what's the secret walk me through how do you make collard greens so the leaves are gigantic and they have um the the stem is very bitter and it's also very hard so you cut, you don't just, you know how you cut the stem off some, some vegetables? Yeah. Well, this one, you kind of cut, you cut like a V in the leaf. Like you cut the stem out all, almost all the way up to the leaf. So you cut out all the thick part of it, right? Got and it. then um, now you get this huge pile of leaves and then you roll them and slice them. So you roll them and slice them and then you got these uh, long strips. And then you, so you take, we, we didn't do a ham hock because a lot of people don't eat pork there. So we use smoked turkey wing and leg so you take the smoked turkey which you buy in like the meat section and um you boil it in chicken broth for an hour and then you throw in the collard greens and you put a little bit of sugar and um then you put you know salt onion powder garlic powder maybe some herbs if you want and you cook that for an hour to two hours and you break apart the turkey the smoked turkey and now you got Collard greens and smoked turkey is absolutely the best. Wow. That is tremendous. That mm-hmm. is, I, you know, I think this is a first. I've never, like, had my mouth water on the show that I can recall. <laughs> and then here it is. Today's the day. Unbelievable. <laughs> I've, I've probably also not, I've never received a call on the show from a uh, roadside emergency either. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Holy cow. Unbelievable. I'm like totally fine with this because, um, you know, I, I learned how to change my battery, which I had done once before, but I didn't remember how to do it. Uh, I learned how to, you know, install the electric electrical stuff. And now um, I'm going to no, I'm going to change both my tires, but it's like I'm going to have it towed to the station and I'm just going to use it as an excuse to park it at the station all winter. Oh my God, that's beautiful. I'm going to pull it to the side and then I'm going to be like, it's too cold to work on and I'm going to leave it there for the winter. Brilliant. And then when it's nice out, I'm going to pull it into the garage and change the tires. So I'm scheming. Yeah. No, you you have a dangerous mind, Robo Kitty, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You're always a couple steps ahead. That's right. Yeah. Do we want to do? Uh, do I want to want to hog all the conversations? Do we want to do mailbag? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, just to finish. So I was cooking for six hours, and and still everybody was on jobs. They were in and out a little bit, but um, I was basically alone most of the day cooking. And then um, when I became in danger to get sent out. Uh, this guy, a friend of mine, calls and he's like, "Hey, I uh, heard Cat went home early. Do you want a partner?" And I'm like, "Yes." And he came in four hours early and worked with me, so uh, I never got sent out. And I and then the feast was people brought like homemade mac and cheese. There was such a it was a feast that could feed sixty people. Wow! And there were at least like forty five people, even people that don't work at the station anymore or were off came in. And uh, unfortunately, I snapped one picture because I'm a jerk. And so uh, I'm going to I'm going to look around and see if anybody took any pictures and post them on our subreddit. Crazy. I love it. I love it. 
That's tremendous. Okay, um, let me let's say real real quick. Good morning to Yak. Yak, you got to call in sometime this week. Let's talk about your podcast. All right, Robo. Let's get mm-hmm. here, here's here's a letter. Okay, dear Tony, I don't know if you have any experience that might help with this, but I thought I'd ask. No problem if this isn't your wheelhouse. Anyway, here it goes. My son is 16 years old and incredibly bright. I'm not kidding when I say he is always tested off the charts for intelligence throughout his life. He is one of those gifted people who could do anything he wanted to do if he put his mind to it. The sky's the limit. Doctor, lawyer, astronaut, whatever he wants. Sadly, given all this promise, the reality is he's about to flunk out of school. He gets horrible grades. Most of his teachers are badgering me about late assignments and worse. No matter how much I pump him up, tell him how talented he is, nothing seems to work. I'm reasonably certain he is not doing drugs, so I don't think that's it. He's been going to counseling for the past year, but I just don't feel like it's working. If I'm, or it says, I'm getting desperate here, to be honest. Any ideas? This is from Tracy K. Whoa, what a letter. What do you, what do you think, Robo Kitty? What are your thoughts? Wow. I don't know because, uh, because like, I think everybody, if they look back on their life, there are things that they wish somebody would have showed them, but then you know, like I wish I would have been able to see the the whole business of like civil service jobs. I feel like I could have gotten an earlier start on that, um, like trade, trades. You know, yeah. but at the same time, I don't know if I would have been interested in that or receptive to it. And um, sorry, there's a lot of cars passing. Um, so I don't know what she could possibly show him that he might be interested in in the future, but. Plenty of brilliant people flunk out of school because they're just either they're just too smart for it, like they're not interested because it's just child's play. Yeah. Or they could be doing drugs, you know, and and if he's that smart, he could hide it pretty well. So uh, maybe just show him as much as possible. Like school is not the it's not like the end game for everybody. Maybe maybe he should get his GED and and start college early. Yeah. Oh, there's an know. idea. That's fascinating. Yeah. Maybe he's unless, just, unless she's trying to get him into like an Ivy League school or something, but maybe give him some options because it doesn't look like he's going to do well and graduate high school. I agree. Yeah. When you can graduate with flunking grades, it's really not like. Yeah, they let you know, people do that. Important. Yeah, totally. Yeah, unless he's looking to go to a good college that he needs good grades, but. Right. Yak says, uh, Yak in the comments, he says, kid sounds like how I was. That's weird. I, I didn't hear anything about the kid's height or or what his hair was like. But anyway, whatever, Yak. Um, does, he have a, does that mean he has a deep voice? It might, yeah, it might be. Maybe he said something, she said something about his deep voice. All right, here's my take, Robo Kitty. Here's my thing. What I When I look at this letter, what comes out to me is like a doting mother. We all know we all know someone who's had a mother like this. You're so smart. You could be you could be anything. You're so talented and all that stuff. And now here's the thing. Maybe she's right. Let's say she probably is right. He probably is really really smart, but I think there's a thing where you can't tell a kid that. You can't you can't tell a person that you have these high 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 expectations. Mm-hmm. Or else they're not even going to try. Maybe I feel like that's the the thing that this kid is caught in. She needs to, she needs to totally. Um, this is going to be completely unnatural to her. But I think she needs to go the other way. I think she needs to be uh-huh. like, uh, you know, you know, Tommy. You know, I've been thinking about it, and. Uh, uh, I, I get it now. Or what she should do is like, uh, you know, I've been talking to your teachers and your counselors and stuff, and I get it. You're just not as smart as I thought you were. My bad. <laughs> I don't know. My, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> here's here's my thinking. Just hear me out. Okay. If he's caught in this trap of, imagine your your own parents saying. I expect you to be a doctor. You're 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 so smart. You should easily be able to become a doctor or a lawyer or an astronaut, I think she said. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't imagine 
it, it, just imagine if you if she said instead, I don't. You might be a garbage man. I don't really know. You know, just I I think she ought to totally take the pressure off this kid and find creative ways to um to uh uh this sounds harsh but creative ways to belittle him just a little bit to make sure he understands that he has lost this esteem that she has for him like this expectation mm. you know what i talked to a pro and it turns out he says you'll be lucky to stay out of prison and i've been thinking about it and you know i you do seem like kind of a dumbass i love you don't get me wrong I, I don't know. That's that's how I would go. This is maybe. I think uh, she should just be honest with him and not try to. I feel like that's playing mind games. I I know, but I I think I think the doting mother is always at risk mm. of because how how can a kid? I think what you want is you want you don't want to feel like your parent has expectations that might be really hard to meet. Mm-hmm. because then I think there's an incentive not to try potentially. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 know? I just, I, I still, I always wish that I would have seen like different professions and just thought about like what it would take to do them just to think about them. Yeah. And uh, maybe, maybe if she could take them to a few places, like maybe they could go on a trip to the NASA, NASA, uh, Maybe there's some kind of program where they show kids around NASA. I'm pretty, and, yeah, uh, you can space camp even. I don't know. He might be a little old for space camp. I'm not sure. But well, how old is he? Sixteen. Sixteen, I think she Six, said. Yeah. Sixteen. That's old for. Well, no, not space camp. Like a tour or something. Yeah. That shows like what the what different jobs they do. Yeah. yeah. Like a facility. You know, yes, um, I, I, you know what? I totally like agree that. with what you're saying. In other words, I think what you're saying, Robo, is just expose this kid, right? To get him out in the field and get him exposed to possibilities. I totally agree. I totally agree. I have a buddy, this reminds me, I have a buddy who it's very unpopular to say, but like he thinks. The ch- uh, changing the child labor laws where kids can't work, he thinks that was a huge mistake. You know, you you, you look at old old photo, uh, photographs of like kids working in uh, coal mines and in uh, the textile mills and all this stuff, and we generally we look at that and we say, oh, that's so sad. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, kids got exposed to a professional life very early and they got to maybe learn what they like, what they don't like. You know, I, I don't know. I think, yeah. I think my buddy might be onto something. Well, maybe something in the middle. Cause we don't want kids working in coal mines. I know. Yeah. Coal mines might be a little harsh, but it's certainly a meth lab. <laughs> you know, A meth lab. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What am I, what do I know? Anyway, let's see. Let's see if we can fit one more in here, dear. Okay. okay. Dear Big Diesel, I'm a recently divorced dad settling into my new normal life, and it's been real tough. I have two boys, age 12 and 10, who are the light of my life. Thank God I get equal custody, so I get to see them half the time. Here's my challenge. When they are here with me, all they want to do is play video games. I'm not kidding. If I let them, they would play on the Nintendo Switch the whole time they're with me. I don't like being the bad guy and making them stop, but it hurts my heart to see them so engrossed in electronics as if I'm not even around. Do you Mm. think this is a passing phase that will eventually go away? Is there something I can do to get more of their attention? Am I making a mountain out of a molehill? Thank you for any thoughts, Tony. This is from Jay from Wilmington, Delaware. What do you think, Robo? I have no idea. This is not my forte. <laughs> Got it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so um, I, sur- I, th- I think, uh, I mean, I remember video games when I was a kid. And obviously, they've gotten so much more sophisticated and so much more addictive. And having said exactly. that, I, I will say this guy can't be alone. I think these, I mean, this is this is maybe a big reason why you don't even see kids playing around in neighborhoods anymore at least not around me mm-hmm. i think they're right. all sitting inside looking at screens it's it's insane i mean that stuff is definitely addictive yes and i don't think people really know the extent 
yet because this generation that's growing up right now, we haven't seen that yet. Like that there's, you know, people that are so engrossed in, uh, in technology. I mean, my generation, yeah, but not to the same extent. I mean, when I was a kid, we had Nintendo and like it was totally different. Yeah. So let's see. There's some good comments in here. Um, let's see. Provide. Uh, oh, actual Ranger 5809 says, uh, yeah, they probably are addicted. Um, Amber says limit screen time. I do think for sure you got to put guardrails. You, you, he's going to have to put his foot down. Um, Mammy says, I agree. Offer alternatives to gaming or set rules for screen time. Yeah, that's another good thought, like alternatives. Um, he ought to do things like uh, find a way to literally don't. I don't know if there's a way to uh, disable it. Oh, a, hey, a I'm television. sorry, Tony. Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta get it. Go. I got to go. Okay, good luck, so, dear. Okay, bye. All right, see ya. Robo Kitty. Um, here, how do I hang up? Oh, she hung up on me. It's always fun to answer letters with Robo Kitty. Holy cow. Who would ride a motorcycle into work in November in New York City? She is a total badass. It is. She is. Oh, now, thank goodness that Yak has chimed in on this one. Because I was thinking of Yak this whole time. Yak says, I think he has to join in on this hobby with them. He can't just say he doesn't understand it. He should sit down and play some game with them. They don't need limits if you make them feel like they feel special. It's interesting, Yak Horseman. Interesting. Interesting. I think that's probably good advice, man. Good advice. Yeah, it's a tough one. I could see how as a, as a dad, especially so he doesn't get to see his kids all the time. I'm sure he's missing them horribly. They come over and then they want to flip on Nintendo or whatever. That's got to hurt. I could see how that would be very rough. I don't know. Yeah, follow up with me like over Twitter or something or Discord. Let's figure out when we're going to have you call in to talk about your show. Farewell, Mammy Mama. Good to see you, dear. It's always a pleasure. Amber has a good point. She says, I'm not sure video games at that age are a hobby. That's a very good point, Amber. Very, very good point. Well, 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 what a show it's been today, huh? Let, let, let me just actually put together a last thought for uh, Jay from Wilmington, Delaware on his video game playing sons. The last thing I would share, Jay, is, and I think Mammy alluded to it, you got to have a really fun alternative, maybe. So something uh, like you guys should take up a hobby, another hobby together, which is maybe more conducive to conversation or whatever. Um, I'm thinking something like camping, fishing, hunting. Poker. No, probably not poker. Um, Yak says, my father plays more Fortnite than more people my age. I know my father is also 50. There's no age. Holy shit. I could be Yak's dad. That's a scary thought. My father's also 50. There's no age limit on these things now. He's also ass bad at it. Bad meaning bad or bad meaning good, Yak. It can go either way. The uh, I'm pretty sure the rappers from the 80s made that, that, uh, that word bad, made it unintelligible. Anyway, what a show. Holy cow. I think I'm feeling a little better today, I think. Um, I still am tired, though. I slept a ton yesterday. Slept a lot. Bad meaning awful, says Yak. Okay, there we go. I think Run DMC introduced this idea of you got to say bad meaning bad or bad meaning good. If I remember correctly. Actual Ranger. Um, 
agrees with this idea of limiting tech, maybe join an Amish community, maybe Men Mennonite. <laughs> it's not all bad. I admire the Amish in a way. I sort of get it. Anyway, thank you all. Good luck to Robo Kitty. I'm excited that she has a day off tomorrow. I'm uh, glad she survived her incident with the flat tire and the motorcycle. That's pretty crazy. Pretty, pretty crazy. Um, thank you all for a wonderful time with episode 206 of the Chicago Tony V Show. Anyone that's still hanging around, you got to follow me on Twitch. Sometimes we do the show from there. We've had several uh, people, for uh, several of our viewers, get slapped by Reddit for some reason. Anyway, I love you all. You're, you're good people, and I like you all too. And uh, I will see you tomorrow morning. In the meantime, I just want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody, okay? Okay, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.